Okay. I had to put the so, background up. First of all, everyone, please give Brandon a follow. He would appreciate it. You know, Hello? there's not much joy in TikTok when you don't have people follow. Can you hear me? Right, right. Well, let me introduce myself. My yes. name is Brandon Kramer. I'm a paranormal investigator, educator, and trainer, um, which is more than just playing with lights and gadgets for entertainment. Um, I actually started my first over 10 years just helping people in their private homes, and we did it relentlessly. We were doing it all the time, two, three a week. Um, then in the last three years since I discovered TikTok, we started doing uh, famous places, and along with occasional private homes. Um, I often get invited by other teams to go and help them out if they need help or just to assist them in any way I can. Uh, that's pretty much, and I've got hella stories to go along with it. Uh, you can pretty much ask me anything. I love being challenged, so the tougher the questions, the better. Um, that's about it. Met Ryan about two years ago, yeah. and uh, here we are. Yep, we've been friends on here ever since. Um, so first thing I wanted to ask you, and make sure, yeah, like I said, make sure you're all please giving him a follow and checking out his lives. Uh, sometimes I just sit there and I see your lives and, uh, you know, everything going on. And I'm just like, what's going to happen next? Like, <laughs> you hear all these noises. It's really interesting. But at what age did you pick up that you had some type of connection to this world and not realize it was just... You thought this is something. And it all started when I was seven years old and I was at my, what would you call it? My step grandparents home. So we went, to, I'm going to make this real short because I've got like a 10 minute long story for this, but I'll You're shorten fine. it way up. We're not, uh, we're, we're, we're here to listen. <laughs> I would go over there and my, stepdad's father, my step-grandfather, would threaten the kids, because there was like three or four of us, uh, would threaten us with, if you're not good, Philip's going to get you. And Philip was a ghost that lived in the closet, according to him. Well, when I was downstairs playing pool with my cousin, I would hear voices. I would hear whispers. I would hear my name. And I kept asking my cousin, what did you say? What did you say? And he kept looking. He was older. He looked at me like I was just a dumb little kid. He didn't hear anything. So that progressed to things moving around and, and all sorts of bumps in the night. Um, come to find out that there was an actual spirit there who either adopted the name Philip. He's like, I'll be your Philip, you know? So there was something there communicating with me when I was seven. Um, later on down the road, we found out that what did you, there were one of the second, previous... What did, you think, what did you think when you were seven and heard this? Were you scared to death? Were you interested? I, didn't know what, you... I was seven. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know if everybody could hear that. I didn't even realize it was a spirit or ghost, so to speak. I thought people were just, you know... But you weren't uh, scared. No, no. Okay. Oddly enough. That's a good sign, I would say, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I probably would be running to my parents' room and hiding under the covers or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you weren't scared. Okay, so then what happened? 
Um, well, after that, it pretty much died off when when um, I got to about 10. Died off for a while until I got into my early 20s, actually. And then started it back up again when um, my fiance at the time and I went out and uh, joined up with this event that this paranormal group was putting on. And then ended up hearing our names called through the spirit box and then got really involved and joined the team, moved, moved up the ranks very quickly in the team and became uh, second in charge within a few months. And because I was getting so much activity and it was always around me when I was around. So, um, it, 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 it blossomed from there. I was there for a few years. Things didn't work out. Started my own team. Cool, uh, cool touch paranormal. Uh, which is still going today. Um, I don't have a lot to do with them too much anymore, but occasionally we'll go out and do private investigations. That's who I go with. So when you were ten, when you were ten, mm-hmm. what do you believe brought this pause in? Um, I, I believe that it's it. I didn't believe enough in it. So if you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. I wasn't fully involved in it, so. Uh, it just kind of faded out. Plus I was getting older. So, um, were you afraid to tell your friends or family? They think you just, you lost your damn mind. No, I was telling everybody. I was telling everybody about it and they all thought I was nuts. (laughs) They all thought I was just imaginary friend or had a bad imagination or whatever. But, um, we we later found out that they had, uh, the previous owner was named Philip, previous owner of the home was named Philip <laughs> about two years ago. So this, that all information is new to me. So it very well could have been him. I don't know. What, Thanks uh, for the gifts, by the way. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. And please make sure you're giving uh, Brandon a follow here. I see a lot of new names, so that's great. We're getting new faces in here. Um, what do you do... Because I know, I'm not saying you're in the same, you're not in the same community as, you know, psychics and mediums, but, you know, you get your skeptics and your people who mock, mock and, you know, make fun. And Mm -hmm. how do you handle that? Well, I've been trying to be nicer about it and ignore them, but (laughs) I, I have, I have been known to get directly in their face if it happens during my live or whatever. And kind of call them out. I got, I, I pulled a couple bananas from TikTok for doing it. But, you know, sometimes, you know, people deserve the day to have the day they deserve. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing to question what I'm doing, which is fine. And I'm happy to explain it. Uh, but when you come fresh out of the gate with insults, that doesn't sit well with me. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just disrespectful. Yeah. So this, this is kind of an off the wall question, but you know, like your loved ones, I always think of your loved ones, but it can, can the paranormal around you be not connected to you in any way? So for example, like this Philip person, were they friends of your family or are this no. is just someone that lived there and they yeah. don't have to be, doesn't have to be a grandma, grandpa, an no, uncle. Absolutely not. Um, Spirits are, are all over the place. Um, the, there's a big misconception out there that 
you only have to be concerned about it when you go to a quote unquote haunted home um, or a haunted location. Spirits are all over the place. Um, most of the time they never even let you know they're there. Uh, same thing with attachments and we can talk more about that later, but you can pick them up anywhere. You don't have to go to a quote unquote haunted house or a graveyard to do it. Um, spirits will, uh, uh, let's just, I don't want to say attach to you. I want to say take an interest in you. Um, if you have something that they did in their lives or if you have something that they've always wanted, um, they're going to take an interest in you and then they're going to leave. Thank you very much. I don't know who sent that, but then they're gonna they're gonna leave, and you'll probably never knew, know that they were even there. So we have we have attachments all the time. We're constantly being followed and unfollowed by spirits all the time. So, like for example, if someone died young and didn't have a family, maybe they want to be around people who have a family, or sure, or look for a mother figure or father figure. Absolutely, sure. Um, one thing, <laughs> so the fact that it doesn't have to be family kind of is the second part of my question is, you know, people talk about, um, you know, your loved ones or seeing you and I'm like, I don't want them to see some of the shit I'm doing. And that's just it. They, they, <laughs> they see everything. They see everything oh, when you're, no. oh no, you're sleeping when you're in the same location doing other stuff. They see all of that in the shower, all of it. You can't control it. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't the that wasn't the answer I was hoping for. I'm, but I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, ninety nine or ninety nine percent of the time they're not even going to let you know they're there watching. Right. You know, you'll never know. Right. Um, does anyone else in your family, um, like, is this something that sort of all of you have? Or, or your other family members, he's no. just got this random gift that we don't have. Yeah, it was pretty much me. Um, I lost my mom back in August. Uh, it was pretty hard. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. But she used to follow me on TikTok, and she was a big supporter of mine. Um, she was always rooting for me and stuff. So um, I'm kind of waiting to, I'm hoping to communicate with her again. Um, I feel like I did one time about mm, three weeks after she passed. Uh, but I can't be 100% sure. Um, how I do it, and those of you who are watching who don't know who I am or what I do, <clears throat> I use what's called white noise that I run through a portal box. The white noise is created by a spirit box, so there's actually two different boxes that I use, and then we get intelligent responses to my questions and statements, and that's how we communicate. Um, I do that live, um, and uh, you get to witness it firsthand. Can, I mean, is is the language as clear as me talking to you, or is it like you have to really? It you do have to listen a little bit, uh, but some of them, when they're real, when they really got something to say, they're gonna let you know, and it is gonna be clear. Um, if you watch, um, I posted one, I believe it was yesterday, so it was either two or three videos back on my profile that gives a perfect example. I was up in an attic. And I was using the box and I got some of the clearest message you could messages. So there's like 20 of them in one session that were just clear as heck. And they were so relevant, um, almost hard to believe that it was so good. Um, 
but it's posted. If you're interested, feel free to, to check out check that out and uh, let me know what you think. We got a good question. We're going to do questions later too, but this is a good question, so I want to um, bring it into the discussion. Great question. Yes, um, and it you can be threatened by things that aren't necessarily. Well, everybody calls him a demon. Okay, let's 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 just take that word right out of our vocabulary for now. Um, those are so rare. They're so rare. Um, if you think about, it, there's eight billion people on the planet, and, and only three hundred or so uh, counts of it every year. Mm-hmm. So that's like nothing. Mm-hmm. So what you're normally dealing with is uh, basically an asshole ghost, and. If they're an asshole ghost, it usually means they were an asshole in life. Because you take your personality traits with you when you move on to the next stage. Um, that doesn't go away. Like your memories, all that goes with you. Uh, so if you're mean now, you're gonna be mean. You're gonna be a mean ghost. Yeah. You know. Um, Some of my exes. Oh my god. Anyway. Ah. Uh, what do you What do you do if a ghost is? Thir- I mean, you can't. Isn't the type of thing where you can shut the door and say, "Leave me alone"? I mean, how? Right? What, say that again. I'm sorry. If, if someone, if, if if a spirit is threatening you or harassing you or making you uncomfortable or whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. how do you? How do you handle it? You know, people. You know, burn sage and all these different. Yeah, um, a lot of people are quick to grab the sage and 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 just oh, all over the place. Go away. Go away. Most times, you're doing more harm than good. But if you know what you're doing or know somebody that knows what they're doing, they can help you. Um, cleansing yourself, being grounded, all of that really helps out. Um, if you're someone who believes in crystals and cleansing and, and raising your vibration definitely helps. Um, I mean, I don't know how far down the rabbit hole you want to go, uh, but for hour. And any spicy spirits, interesting. Ah, yes. Um, wait a minute. Is this a friend of yours? I think so. <laughs> yes. Do. How you doing? Your, your, your folks are bringing in the spicy. I like it. Any spicy, any <laughs> yeah, spicy, spicy spirit. spirit. Um, Drew, if you, if you look at, uh, my, one of my top ones, the one that has 4 million views talks all about that. Uh, it talks all about spicy activities with ghosts. Um, it's like a two minute long video, but it, it talks about all of it. I even have pictures showing ghosts doing it with other ghosts. It's amazing. Well, you're giving me a comedy gold mine of content. I have, see? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to yeah, talk it off. Yeah. Um, where, where are just as a, a bystander, I would think places that you would run into these phenomenal phenomenons are you know hospitals and cemeteries and morgues and funeral homes but can it be can it be you know i think you're in what you're wisconsin you probably a kroger you know you're walking down the you're in the grocery aisle and next to the cheez it's is a is a damn ghost i mean does it have to be yeah it can be anywhere you're absolutely right you can be almost anywhere um and depending on your methods and stuff but when you've been doing it for years and years and years and you're constantly looking for 
uh, communication, what happens is you become so open to it that they recognize you as someone like, like they'll recognize you in a crowd as someone that they know they can go to, to deliver their message. So, um, a very famous person once told me that it's like a paranormal beacon on the top of your head that lights up and they can see that and they're drawn to you. So basically being, and this goes for anybody, but me, especially anywhere I go is going to be haunted. They're going to, they're going to flock to it if they have something to say. So if you're, let's say you're at a dinner party or you're at a birthday party or, I mean, you can't, you know, you're at, you're at this birthday party or a New Year's Eve party and mm -hmm. you're sitting there trying to have a good time. Do you just block it out or do you Yeah, just... it's, it's stuff like that. It, it, they're not going to be that obvious about it most times. Um, you know, you go out to dinner, you're not going to have plates flying off the table and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> you know, you might have a light flicker to try to get your attention or, or a certain song will come on the radio Something like that. Very subtle, usually. Um, but of course, you know, a door opening in front of you with no one around is always fantastic. Um, and I know some people think, oh, he likes that? Yeah, love it. Love it. Um, but yeah, I actually have stuff like that happen right, right here in my home. Um, I do a lot of live sessions right here in this very room where I have all my oddities and everything. Do you think... Um you know, there's been a rush of these television shows. Do you think they have been given more credibility or do you think they do more harm than good? Well, it's, it's a double edged sword. Really? Um, I love that. It's bringing, uh, like for instance, my favorite show is the ghost hunters. Um, used, they used to do ghost nation, which is by far probably the best evidence show you could watch. It's called ghost nation. It's not on anymore because it's the same guys are now ghost hunters, um, which were the original ones. So if you're into that, but the average ghost show, I would say is, well, before I get to percentages, let's say everything that does happen on their show could happen in real life and would happen from time to time. Now, did all of that happen in that short few days that they were there? Probably not. A lot of editing. Um, a lot of it is is uh, um, emphasized for TV. Um, so figure if you believe half of it, you're probably close. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that. Interesting. Um, and Zach is a bit overdramatic for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So when you said, you know, people will, will hire you or seek you, are they typically because they want to find a loved one or do they just think something's going on in their house or well, do they sometimes I, mistake you for, um, you know, more into the medium, mediumship? Um, people, people mistake what I do for being a medium, but I always correct them right away. You know, if they want someone that's going to be able to speak to ghosts and see them and stuff like that, that's not me. And I'll refer them to someone else. Um, I wish I had that capability. <clears throat> um, I did go to medium school training for a while, but never really graduated per se. Um, ah, now I forgot the rest of the question. 
Um, I said, what did I say? I said, what was the first, you guys remember what, what was the first <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of got today lost. My first, today was my first day with students. So my mind's kind of like, uh, right. oh yeah. Mistake for a medium. Right. Uh, what I'll do is I'll generally push them. People can use you for a medium, yes. Yeah. Oh, you asked about getting called to teams and stuff. Most of the time, it's because of my knowledge and 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 experiences that other local teams will call me for help. And when I say for help, that usually means help with analyzing, uh, help going through their their uh, recordings to see if something is actually something or not. Uh, or going to the investigation with them that they've been to many times and they're not getting the results they want. So they'll bring me in because they know I'm a, like a magnet for this type of stuff. So they'll bring con- me in in hopes of getting more. Them? Who contacts them? Is it a homeowner who's like something's going oh, on yeah, here? Yeah, definitely. Um, homeowners, usually the local teams will go to homes. Um, they'll usually have a, um, it's really easy to do. If you're looking for a paranormal investigator, you just, all you have to do is go to Google, type in the city that you're in and put in paranormal investigator. And I promise there's going to be somebody within 20 miles of you. They're at work. They're all over the place. I can't say how good they are, but they're all over. Um, so people would call and say, Hey, um, one particular case that I absolutely loved was many years ago, where it was an apartment, uh, in Kakana, Wisconsin. Uh, I was on the second floor and first off, before I get into it, um, I absolutely hate investigating apartments because you've got neighbors, you've got neighbors with pets, you've got kids, you've got cars driving by. There's so much that can interfere with an investigation. Uh, so it's very tough. But long story short, mom and daughter were afraid to stay in their apartment. Uh, they called me frantic, crying desperately, wanted some sort of help. They said, hey, can you come within the next couple of days? I was there in two hours. And I took it very seriously. I, mean, I went there. Um, I called up some of my team members. They came with. They showed up after me. Uh, we did a full-out investigation. We were there for six hours. And then uh, we had a few hints. So we left for a few hours, came back, did a couple more hours. And we got through EVP messages, which is, if you don't know what EVP is, it stands for uh, electric or electronic voice phenomena, which is recorded ghost voice, if you will. Um, and you can do it on any kind of voice recorder, your phone on video mode, mm-hmm. you know, anything that'll record. Mm-hmm. Um, we got voice saying it was Carol and it was a woman's, an elderly woman's voice and kept saying Carol and Carol, 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 this and that. And then we took a quick break and I went and asked them who Carol was because this spirit is Carol. Turns out it was her mom and her daughter's grandmother that had passed away about a year before. Um, these people were so worried about being haunted by something naughty that they didn't want to stay in their apartment anymore. Uh, they broke down in tears as soon as they heard about that. I showed them the evidence. I played them her voice. That's when they broke down and just got up and they hugged me and they called me the next day, thanking me for everything. And 
they were no longer scared anymore. It was one of my favorite stories from an investigation. Um, do you ever have pe- people who are you or anyone in, in your community who are, are want to be checked out before they buy a home where they're, where some type of, um, first degree on a living happened? Have they checked out places? Or are they or like, not? like, I'm just, we don't know if we want to move here. There was, an, there was an unaliving here. I'm using TikTok language. There was an unaliving here. Is this place bad mojo? You know? Um, I don't get those type of calls, but some of the teams that I know actually do. And what they'll do, and and they'll do a quick sweep. It's usually a very quick investigation, if you will. It's more of a hey, come check it out. Um, if they feel something, then what we'll do? If I know what I would do is I would call. Uh, a medium or a Reiki master that I know to come in and cleanse the entire home. Um, and that is, you know, usually used with either sage or Palo Santo wood. Uh, and you just burn it um, throughout the house. You say your little, your little uh, prayer or, or requests of the spirits to leave as you go and you hit corner to corner, either top to bottom or bottom to top and have a window or door open. Um, and that usually will do the trick. But if you don't know what you're doing, it's not going to do anything. Um, yeah. So we, Indianapolis here, we were on, we had an episode of ghost hunters. Um, it was a big episode. It was on the, it was even on our local news. Um, the, um, up in Westville, about 20 minutes north of Indianapolis, Herb Baumeister, who was a serial on a liver, okay. putting people in his backyard. They went to his Fox Hollow estate. He was a wealthy guy, and they, they, they you know, they discovered all sorts of things there that they. I now I'm thinking, did they do a lot of editing and all that stuff? <laughs> but um, her Baumeister, he's a, he's a. That's a whole different uh, t- topic. But he, um, they went there, and it was all over the news and the family that lived there was like we because i mean they knew what i got on there come here and they they picked up a lot of stuff he did some he wasn't he wasn't a good guy <laughs> oh so they actually had ghost the ghost hunters come yes they were okay there. yeah they did an episode so, there okay so they had um i'm assuming well i'm assuming that it was jason hawes and and yeah, the big shot there yeah, um, and I was fortunate enough to hang out with those guys for a weekend and when I went up to Vegas about a year and a half ago. What do you uh, think? No, the, the first thing Jason, Jason Hawes said to me is he came up to me from behind, put his arm around me, and he said, Hey, man, thanks for stealing my haircut. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we're friends now. That's all right. You know, that's how it's going to go down. And then I got to meet the whole cast and everything. And then later on, Stephen Salvas came down, and I believe I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I might not be, but we'll just call him Steve from here on out. Uh, Steve and Tango came down and had drinks with us at the hotel lobby bar. And then Tango had to go do some stuff, but Steve hung out for hours, just tipping them back, laughing. Very, very outgoing, much less, much different than what he shows on television. He's very serious and very, 
right. know, so you know he takes it very seriously. Right. Um, I myself, I was really close to my grandma, um, my mom's mom. Same. And I would, I've always looking around hoping, you know, I've never experienced, at least consciously, I have never experienced a spirit mm-hmm. of any sort. I don't know if my, if, I don't know why. I, I mean, I would love I would love to. I don't know if my mind's just saying that can't happen. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of love. Everyone does. Everyone's a skeptic until it happens to them. Yeah, I mean, I would... I wouldn't be like, oh, well, that was a hallucination. I mean, I'm open to the... to the experience, but I've never had a moment where I've even come close to feeling that, you know. Most... A lot of times, it, it can be very subtle. And it sounds like a bullshit statement, but it really can. Um, okay, here's a, here's a perfect example for those of you who have never experienced anything. Let's say you're you're really involved in doing something, whether anything, anything at all, but you're really into it. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you start thinking about somebody that you knew that you lost. You just start thinking about them, or you had a memory pop in your head of that person, your grandma, maybe perfect example. Um, what is very popular thought in the paranormal community is that that wasn't your thought. That was them telling you that they're there with you and they're thinking about you. Mm-hmm. So it can be very subtle and that's a pretty much as subtle as it gets. Um, but that does happen. If you just start thinking about somebody out of nowhere, like, Oh, I wonder why that popped into my head. It was them. It was them. Um, what's, without, you know, you don't have to go whatever detail you want to go into. What's the most frightening, it doesn't even have to be, you know, a physical feeling, it be a psychological. What was the most frightening things where you're like, I may, I may have to just uh, take a break or go find a cubicle to work in or... <laughs> Something like that. There was, there was one. There was one. Um, thank you, Courtney. I appreciate that. Um, so there was one thing that happened, and I don't like talking about it. The deepest and darkest thing that could happen. Share, share whatever you want. You don't have yeah. to. No, no, no. I'll, 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 I'll lead you to believe. I'll let. I'll tell you the story without telling you. Um, let's just say the worst of the worst got its grip on me for a little while. Um, not full possession, but you know, there's three different stages. But anyway, um, it, it changed the way I treat spirits. It changed the way, it gave me much more respect for, uh, for them as souls, as people, as things that should be respected. Um, from then on, it, I, I've used kid gloves until I know something different. It's, it's, uh, it was life changing. There's been scary things. I've experienced many, many horrifying things. Yeah. But that one, that one took the cake. That one took me out of the game for a few months. About six or seven months, actually. 
I was actually scared to go to sleep. Like, bad. Yes. Do you ever get criticism from the faith community? Absolutely, all the time. Being Christian myself, people often say, how can you be a ghost hunter when it says in the Bible that you're not supposed to talk to spirits? What people don't realize is that being a Christian that I am, okay? I was raised Catholic. Me too. Uh, And everything can align if you open your mind. They say, you know, Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Okay? Ding, ding, Holy Spirit, right? Thank you, Michelle. Um, uh, Jesus' own disciples called him a ghost. You know, there's there's many examples. And even if you don't buy that, even if you don't buy that, um, what you need to consider is, you know... Uh, there can be both. There can be a God. It can be Jesus and it can be spirits and ghosts. You know, cause that's what I believe. You know, um, I, I, I'm very poor at giving examples of biblical things, but you can get the idea of what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't know if some, I mean, take it as a personal, I mean, personal insult. They're just, they just, can't wrap their head around the idea that you can be a Christian and a ghost hunter. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I am and have been for many, you know, many years. So, and it probably comes down to some people you can talk to your blue in the face. And you're not going to mm. change their mind. Right. Right. And some people, you know, they're quick to believe and they tell me stories. They'll walk up to me on the street, find out who I am. And they'll just come up and tell me their stories, which I love. Right. Uh, and other people just look at me side-eyed and be like, this guy is full of it, you know, crazy. But, yeah, I, you know, uh, yeah, yeah I, I think you can ask questions. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We've been going for 35 minutes. It's gone fast. My God. Yeah, um, I, I can. I'm a, I'm one of these guys. I do no, this I, too much. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, we had... A couple of questions up here earlier, but yes, please give us your questions and I will get to as many as I can here till 1030. Um, one was how, how can you, what can be done to let a dead person stop trying to get your attention? I sort of asked something similar, but if somebody's just pestering you, if, if they're pestering you, they're why they're pestering you. It means they need or want something. Um, it could be materialistic. They want to, to share something with you that they're probably related to you. If they're relentless, they probably know you somehow. Because if they didn't know you, they would very quickly move to someone else who is going to recognize them. Um, all spirits want to be acknowledged. They want you to know they're there. Every single one. They're not hiding. Unless they're evil, that's a whole nother subject. But they want recognition. They want you to know they're there. That's why, you know, and you know, the, the people say the flickering lights all the time. That is like the basic of basic. That is rookie ghost shit. Okay. That's like, they can do that almost immediately. Um, being that spirits are energy, um, which very easily converts to electricity. So it's very manipulable, manipulable. You know what I'm saying? They can manipulate electricity and electric items. Um, 
Oh, I'd, I'll, I'll stop there before I move on to anything else. Okay. Uh, I don't know the person. And another person said, um, Gen X warrior. Hey, Gen, Gen X said, what if we wake up from our dreams and consciously speaking to them? Mm-hmm. That's happened to me and my mom. You wake up from your dream and you can hear yourself. And you're still talking to them. Right. Okay. I don't even think I need to answer that. I think you already know the answer to that. Um, dreams are, are uh, the most frequent way that our loved ones talk to us. They're, that's the most way. And the reason being is because when we're asleep and we're deep asleep, deep sleep, that's the closest we are to death before we lose, before we actually go, is when we're in deep sleep. Um, we're the, the, the veil. So it's very easy for them to come and go from your dreams. And they say, now, this is just something I came across, but they say that most dreams you won't remember. But if you remember the dream, it wasn't a dream, it was a message. Yeah. Um, hmm. Here's a good question. Can a movie like Ghost happen? Oh, you know how long it's been since I've seen Ghost? <laughs> he basically <laughs> gets into Whoopi Goldberg's body and can speak to his wife. Um, yeah. Have you ever heard of a trans medium? No. A trans medium is someone that conjures another spirit. There's a very popular one on, on TikTok who actually conjures an alien and he speaks through the, through a human body, has been doing it for many years. Um, you'll see him. He's a bald guy, kind of stocky. You'll see him. Um, he'll pop up on your for you page at some point. But yes, that's called a transmedium. Um, they, they take in a spirit and allow them to speak and use their body. Okay. So yeah, cause he was, he basically was using Whoopi Goldberg as his vehicle here. Right. Talking to me more. Hey, somebody's trying to take you out. And, um, so, okay. I did not, I've never heard that term before. Yep. Um, not, not to be confused with anything else, but you get to my drift. <laughs> um, does anyone else have a question here? I'm trying to, I see there's quite a few of my people popping in. Yeah, I do. That's great. Make sure that, uh, you know, you give us a follow. We would appreciate That's it. Right. Yeah, give, give Ryan a follow there. He's a great guy. I, I'm an empath and I see a lady showing me a butterfly and a number five. Okay. Um, what numbers? Usually, if it's not directly related to something that you can immediately recognize, you might want to look into, I'm, I'm embarrassed to even say this, but because it gets so much ridicule, but you can you can look into angel numbers and see if this relates to you in some way. Um, generally speaking, if they're going to show you numbers, it has to do with a date. Uh, they're usually some sort of date to either remind you of something that happened on this particular day or to look out for it in the future of a future date. So that's usually what the numbers are. Okay. Um, does anyone else have a question here? Do you ever, I have one, do, I don't know if there'd be a connection of some sort, but does law enforcement in any way or the criminal ever seek 
any type of information or like, you know what I mean? Like somebody's somebody was eliminated mm-hmm. and they can't find the they can't find the yes um, they can't find the criminal. Long Island Medium has helped. I believe I believe she has helped find missing people. Um, several others actually, but, um, yeah, that's, that's a little out of my realm of gifts. No, I gotcha. What makes a spirit trap or tied to a certain location? Good question. Okay. Um, generally trapped to a location in the first place. It's, it's not, okay. There is ways to be trapped in there, but it's a very dark and grim thought. Okay, um, to have something trapped to a location means there is something keeping an entity that is bullying them into staying there and doing their bidding. Um, generally speaking, some spe- some spirits don't know that they can leave. Um, for instance, a spirit that passes away tragically or quickly that doesn't know doesn't realize that they're a spirit or a ghost. They don't realize that they've, that they've died. Um, they're gonna, the first thing they're gonna do is continue to do their normal routine. They're gonna do the same thing they did when they were alive. They're gonna go home. They're gonna sleep in their same bed. They're gonna go to work. They're gonna do everything that they did in life because they don't have a new plan. They don't realize what has happened to them and they don't understand it. So they're gonna do what they know. And that's why I always tell people, when you first lose someone, they're not far from you. They're going to continue to do their routine until they realize what they're doing and what their next step is going to be. Interesting. (laughs) But you don't have to go to work when you're dead. I'm just saying if you're comfortable going there or you feel comfortable. So what I basically what I'm trying to say is people are drawn. um, They're drawn to a place that they loved Um, so your home your loved ones that's where you go generally because that's where you want to be so being trapped per se not so much them wanting to be there is a whole nother story gotcha good question grace have you been have you published any books or articles i have not well it looks like Um, you've got some interested folks here um, I, I have been toying with the idea of doing my own podcast, but uh, I don't know anything about it, so it has not started. Um, if, if you guys can remember in December, please look out for a movie that I'll be in. Come out in December. Um, I don't know where it's going to be aired. Uh, the rumor mill has... Uh, circled around Amazon Plus and Netflix. Wow. So look for Within Haunted Walls is the name of the movie. There you go. Uh, it was filmed in New York. Okay, very cool. We filmed it a few months ago. That's an experience. Yes, it was filmed at the uh, Shanley Hotel. At and around the Shanley Hotel. Gotcha. Can they see us? Oh, thank you. Oh, that was, thank you. Oh, that was Fuki. Yeah, say hi. She's one of my friends. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Fuki. Um, Fufu. Have have you, um, 
Can you can they see us mourn for them at funerals? Um, yes. Um, and the reason being is the same reason spirits are at funerals is the same reason they're at cemeteries. General, it is to the best of my knowledge that spirits don't hang out in cemeteries. The only reason they're there is because you're there. They know you're there to see them. So they'll go there to visit you visiting them, if that makes any sense. Um, why else would, why else would they be there other than they're so vain they won't leave their body alone? Yeah. You know, that's my body. I don't want to leave it, you know, and they're not going to sit there that long. That's much less eternity. Uh, so they go there, same funerals. They're going to go to their own funeral. I sure as hell will go at, be at my own funeral. I want to know who shows up. <laughs> you know, so, so we're definitely going to do that. They're, they're, okay. Have you ever been to the Cecil Hotel? No. Um, I've I, heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah. This, the Cecil is where that woman drowned in that water tank up on the roof. Yeah. Um, there was another one here about, have you ever been to the, um, Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs? Have not. Have not. Now, keep in mind, I've just been doing the majority of my career, if you will, has been spent at private locations and homes helping families. Um, it's only been within the last three years that I've been going to famous locations. Um, the most famous place that I've been is the Summer Wind Mansion up here in Land of Lakes, Wisconsin. If you feel like looking that up. Uh, the Haunting, the show The Haunting did a fabulous episode on that a few, well, it was quite a few years ago now. Um, but that's a great, a great one to look into. Uh, it's called Summer Wind Mansion. Uh, but I, most of my stories and creepy experiences come from local places around here. Houses, bars, one specifically in Greenville, Wisconsin, which I, I don't think I've ever been between Greenville and Menasha, Wisconsin is like the most haunted area I've ever been to. And, and that includes going to these real super famous places. You believe that three scratches on the body are signs of evil in the home. I've never heard of that. I'm, I'm torn on that. I'm torn on it. You know, that goes along with the whole three o'clock in the morning, witching hour, um, it's, it's said, and most people don't even know this, but the three o'clock in the morning is only a thing because it is said that evil is the exact opposite of good and it contradicts everything that happened. It says that Christ was supposedly fight at three o'clock in the afternoon, which means that three o'clock in the morning is the witching hour. That's how that started. To the best of my knowledge, um, I do. I believe that three scratches is automatically evil. No, no, I don't. Okay. Um, this might be a, a dumb question. I always joke with my students: there's no dumb questions, just dumb people, and they laugh. But anyway, uh, being cremated or anything wouldn't affect any. No, once you're gone, doesn't matter what happens to your body. It has no no difference. That's some that I know of, you know, again, and I'm going to say this, nobody really knows. And that's why I never call myself a professional. 
Um, I go by my experiences, what I've researched and who I've interviewed. Okay. Um, but we're never really going to know until it happens to us, but we can speculate and we can educately guess as to what is happening. And we can be told through things like my portal box. We can get clues. Right. Um, when I use a spirit box, I have full of intelligent conversations with spirits. Why is that? I'm sorry. What, was that a question? I was, I was busy reading the next one. So when I use a spirit box, I have full on intelligent conversations with spirits. Why is that? Um, because it is a, what a spirit box does is it creates white noise through scanning radio frequencies, not to be confused with scanning radios, radio channels. It's a completely different thing. It is hitting frequencies to create that white noise. What that white noise does is it allows the energy to be just right for the spirits to come through and talk. Now, I have said spirit box. Well, you can't really see it with that on, but this is an SB11 spirit box. My personal favorite PSB11 spirit box. Now, what I do when this comes on is it makes that noise. And it can, I, I don't want to get too far into it, but that's this is a spirit box right here. Um, I started off with the SB7 spirit box and then moved up to the 11. Um, well, you get upset when family members bicker over their possessions. Well, that That's a personality trait. That's something that I can't answer. That's going to differ from person to person or spirit to spirit. Um, I guess in... in Unless we get another question, we'd be happy to do it. But in 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 closing here, um, I have two questions. Number one, what's the number one piece of advice you would give to someone who does want to come in contact with spirits? Um, and that's kind of to repeat the same question, but unsuccessful. And the critics. So it's two different things. What would I say to the critics versus what I would say to someone that's trying to learn? Right, because right, because there's. I just feel there's so many people that just like this is just. He's just right. making this. He's just making this up. First of all, he could say anything that pops in his head, and we can't prove he's wrong. Right, and I fully understand that, and I know there's people out there that can think I'm a fool for doing what I do, and that's okay. What we need to recognize is that it's okay to not believe. You don't have to believe. I'm not here to make you believe. I'm here to help you when you have an experience to help you understand what it was and what you need to do to, to fix it or to make things right. I just make you believe in ghosts, okay? I'm not here for that. Right. I'm here to show you evidence and to show you what is possibly waiting for us on the other side. It's up to you to believe in it or not. Well, and that's good for your mental health because if you're out here trying to convince the world, I mean, that's going to be the never-ending <laughs> battle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I, there, was, there was a good question up a little bit ago. I missed it. Oh. Let me hit this one real quick because I can answer it real fast. Can a spirit gravitate toward a certain family heirloom? Yes, right. absolutely. One of their favorites is... is something that they're going to grab onto and they're going to they're going to go towards absolutely 
Um, there was another one. I can't remember. I can't. I don't know where Is it was. Is there another one here? How come I see others if they don't get... Oh, oh uh, sorry. We did yeah. that one. They see somebody using a spirit box who doesn't get intelligent responses. There's a lot of a lot of reasons for that. One, the spirits aren't there. Okay? They're, they don't have a willing participant on the other side willing to talk to them. That's number one reason. Number two, they might not know how to use it properly. They don't have experience in using this uh, equipment, okay? The third thing that could be wrong is they don't have their intent set. You have to have your intent set perfect and set right to be doing this type of thing. If you're in it thinking, oh my God, people are watching me. They're, I, you really got to say something. You really got to say something. And I'm guilty of that too. Okay, I've done it and I get nothing. I get nothing. But if you're there and you're actually thinking about you want to get that real response and you want to get real answers and real stuff like that and you're not focused on people watching you and you're focused on the spirits themselves, you're going to get a lot more responses. That's pretty much all right um intention is powerful yeah absolutely and then lastly here just you know kind of a send-off for people um like myself you know i've never experienced i i cannot remember i mean i i, I have racked my brain the last week trying to think of you know when's a time when how can we move in the right direction when it comes to our our outlook on this and our mindset and you know just kind of some some helpful hints or helpful um, advice some people just sorry aren't that was a really bad question <laughs> no i got it some people you gotta remember i'm i'm like an educator <laughs> so some people just aren't ready to experience it they're not they're they're again we get back to intent and mindset um you're not ready for it um, if you're not ready for it, that's okay. You don't have to feel stressed out about it. If you're not ready, you're not ready. You weren't meant to be ready. Okay. Not everything that we feel and do is under our, is our control. You know, there are other things at work and at play that guide us through our lives. Okay. So if you're not ready to experience that, that's okay. You don't have to worry about it. Um, when it happens and it's time, it'll happen. You don't have to stress out about it. Um, if you're worried about missing, and I know, Ryan, you probably feel this way, like you're missing out on something that may have happened. Maybe your grandmother has, you know, made given you signs that you've missed. Don't worry. It's okay. They fully understand right. what's going on, and they know that you don't know what to look for. They they know that. They have, they're very understanding. So you don't need to worry if it's important trust me they will find a way to let you know perfect perfect i like that yeah what's meant to be will be right exactly yes thank you whitney yeah thank you guys for all these points up here i really appreciate yeah. that absolutely uh and please do give Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's right. I was just going to do my own outro, actually. But, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was uh, going to say, make sure everybody gives Brandon a follow. We would appreciate it. Again. We had a good turnout. I was very happy about if it. If you're into the paranormal field or even have any questions or want to see some evidence, please check out my channel here. Um, I also have a YouTube channel as well. 
Um, some of the stuff gets repeated, but there is some fresh stuff on there. Um, I'm more than willing to help out anybody who needs assistance. Uh, as, and if I can't get there, I'll help you guide. I'll help guide you through it. Um, but and I appreciate, you know, I, I reached out to you and without even a hint of hesitation, you said absolutely. So I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. Yeah, this was fun. And, yeah. and it's in a, in a different realm from what I'm used to. There's not all paranormal people in here. Right. Um, but I do love a challenge, so if you ever want me to come back and do it again, I'd be happy to do it. Would love it. Thank you so much for uh, being our guest. And again, make sure you hit the plus sign there, uh, Brandon. We will see you soon. Uh, do you have a Do you have a live schedule, or do you kind of just do it when you can? Um, I, I pretty much fly by the seat of my pants, and I go okay. when when I feel like I'm going to get. They tell me when to go. Okay, and you guys can hit the notification bell when he's live. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. You go to the profile and hit the little bell on the top of the thing. It'll let you know when we go live. Exactly. So, All thank right. you. Thank you, Ryan. Guys, thank, you, thank everybody for coming I, in. I really, really appreciate it. Was, and all the good I questions. Was, and hopefully we'll see you again time. soon. My name is Brandon Kramer, Real Ghost Hunter 1. And Ryan, we'll see you next time.